This conference will now be recorded. Thank you. So I will now call our board meeting into session in order. I apologize that I'm a bit out of it. Um, and in, in accordance with the Governor Baker's new open meeting law facilitation options for boards during the pandemic, this meeting is being recorded and will be made available on the Method Housing Authority webpage. So if we could please open with uh, roll call. Roll call, Commissioner Chevry. Present. Commissioner Janvia. Present. Here. Commissioner Lewis. Present. Commissioner Luongo. Present. Commissioner Young. Present. Thank you. Thank you. And so we're, we're gonna forego any meetings, but we're gonna rise to say the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice. Thank you. And so seeing as how this is a special meeting, we don't have any uh, board meeting minutes to approve or review. So we're just going to get into the topic for tonight, which is uh, training and presentation by the Collins Center. And so we have with us Mary Flanders Accardi, I hope I'm saying your last name correctly, from the Collins Center, who is going to be sharing with us what is a performance management system as we think about our performance management strategy. So I'm going to turn it over to her because really we want to spend most of our night just getting into this information and asking questions and getting a good sense of what this is. So Mary, thank you and welcome. Great. Well, thanks so much. It's so nice to be here. Um, I do have a PowerPoint. I don't know how to share that on this. Share your screen. Ask the organizer to make me a presenter. All right. So that, I guess that would be me but I don't have a means to do that on my end. Okay, we need to click on Mary. I've just done that. And I will make Mary the presenter. Okay, Mary, you should be able to do great. it now. All right, great. You know, if you asked my children if I would learn how to do all this stuff over the past years, uh, year, they would not think that I could do it, but uh, I'm getting there, I'm getting there. Now, are you seeing a PowerPoint? Yes. Yes. Are you seeing the column on the left showing the other slides? Yes. Okay. I'm I think you try have to go, uh, Mary, I think in order not to see that, you have yeah. to probably go to slideshow and start from, I think it's start from the beginning. Oh, see. From beginning, there you go. There you, there you go. go. There you go. Next one. All right. I actually like this GoTo meeting better than Zoom because I can still see all of your headshots. Where in a Zoom, it doesn't automatically do that. So, um, is that too big on the screen? No, that's no, fine. All right. You know what? It's not that important anyway. So, just wanted to say thank you for having me. Um, I'm here to walk you through a performance evaluation system. 
and uh, help you create one and work our way through it. So what um, I'd like to do first is kind of, you know. Myself and the call-in center. Um, research a number of years ago, my colleagues um, did. I think it was Jay and Richard. And uh, they had a phenomenal time working with you all, the people who were there at the time. I don't think you all were. I've been with the Collins Center since 2009. We were born, so to speak, in uh, July of 2008 with the sole mission of helping uh, public entities be better, do better, work and you know live and play better. And I lead the HR practice. My background is all municipal HR and labor relations. I was able to, uh, I consider myself blessed uh, to be able to quit my job 17 years ago when I was the HR director in the town of Watertown. I quit to be home with my soon to be third child and my husband had changed jobs to go to work for the city of Worcester. So we moved out to Shrewsbury. I quit my job and then stayed home for a few years with my three small children. Two are now in college and one in high school. So now I work. Um, but I was uh, fortunate to be home with them for another year and then part time and now pretty much full time with the Collins Center. Our practice has grown. We do things like um, human resource reviews, structural reviews, pay and classification projects, which are, you know, pay scales, job descriptions. We do an extensive amount of training on things like um, performance management, performance evaluation, which can be viewed as interchangeable. Um, supervisory training and things like that. So that's um, who we are. I've been at this since 19 whatever. I was in uh, Watertown for eight and a half years. I was in Barnstable before that. I was in Wellesley before that. And then before that I worked for the Mass DPW, which dates me because it hasn't been Mass DPW since 1990 when it became Mass Highway when everybody left to go to the big dig. So. If you do the math, your HR director, Mary, will tell you not trying to figure out somebody's age, but I'm 56. Um, you can get my age, not my weight. So what I'd like to do is kind of go around the screen and find out about each one of you. So I would love to start by asking you your name, how long you've been affiliated with the Housing Authority, what is your job or career if you're not with you know, the employee, and what do you think is the best thing about the Housing Authority? So, um, I, whoever wants to go first. I can kick us off. Um, so, Georgiana Chevry, I've been a commissioner with the Housing Authority about seven years now. Um, my job career field is education and public policy. And uh, best thing about the Housing Authority are the people. I'll kick it over to Losa. Uh, thank you. My name is Losa Julie um, Genevieve. I have been on the board for this is my sixth year, but I've been a residence for mm, 19 years and counting. Um, prior to right now, I work uh, part time semi um, with the YMCA in Malden. Prior to that, um, 
I wasn't working, but before I was working at uh, in management at Mass General Hospital in Boston. Prior to that, I was um, working in New York at the school system. I was an assistant um, teacher, um, and here I am here. Great. Nice to meet you. Same here. Thank you. I'll, I'll go next. I, uh, my name is Mike Lewis. I've been with the Memphis Housing Authority, I want to say since 2015. Um, my career, I'm an attorney for the Boston Housing Authority as well. And I would say the best thing about the Memphis Housing Authority right now is, is our, our vision and our plan going forward to modernize the housing authority to, uh, to help the funding use going forward. Great. Nice to meet you. Next, my name is Michael Anthony Luongo. I've been a member of the Housing Authority for many, many years. I worked for the Commonwealth of Massachusetts for over 50 years. I've been retired oh, about 11 years. And uh, I've seen a lot of things go on in the Medford Housing Authority, and most of them good. Mm -hmm. And uh, would like to move along and uh, evaluate uh, Jeff. I, Personally, I think he's done a decent job. And uh, I can, I've been a lifelong resident of Medford, born and brought up here, so I know Medford very well. And by the way, are you any relation to the Arcadi uh, people in Medford that, that deliver uh, goods and food? No, I don't think so. Although my father-in-law was of the Arcadi mayonnaise from Southie and Georgia. Okay. Yeah. And they moved out to Milton. Uh, yeah, yeah. So you never know. There's a building inspector who's an Icardi. Um, I'm a Flanders. You know, you can look at me and say there's no Italian in her. You know. So, uh, well, there is now. <laughs> where did you, you work in the Commonwealth? I'm sorry? Where I, in the I worked, Commonwealth? I worked in the legislature. I don't want to tell too, I don't want to tell too many people that. but uh, Well, I, I just, you know. I'm just checking the name, you know. Don't worry, I'll Google you. No, that's all right. No, that's all right. I'm only kidding. I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. Very lucky. I had a job for all those years, and uh, now I'm enjoying retirement with my wife. And uh, hope we have a couple more good years. But oh, thank that's you. That's nice. Thank you. Next. My last? I think you might be. Okay. Save the no, best for last. I'm, we didn't I'm hear in. from Bill, so we have Bill and Jeff. Bill. Oh, Bill, go ahead. I'll go last. We can't hear you, Bill. <laughs> Did you mute yourself? It's not muted now, I suppose. Now you are. Good. Oh, you can hear me? I can hear you. Yep. You don't have to buy some hearing aids. Nobody can usually hear me. Okay. My name is Bill Young. I've been on the Housing Authority 12, maybe 13 years. I'm not quite sure on that. Uh, I, I, I retired a couple of years ago. I was with the uh, Pipe Finish Union for over 50 years. And I retired a couple of years ago. And I've been just uh, being part of the Housing Authority and uh, hope we do the right thing all the time. So I'm. Um, Hopefully I'll do my best. There's a lot to learn here, and 
I still haven't learned it yet after 12 years, so my <laughs> ears are open. Very nice to meet you. Thank you. Okay, I'm up last, last up to bat. Hi, Mary. How nice, are you? Nice, nice to meet nice you. To you. Um, I took interest in the uh, number of towns that you had worked in. Um, <laughs> I'm familiar with with uh, with all of them. I can't tell you about Mass Highway, but uh, I am familiar with Wells and Constable and, and Watertown. Um, I, I've been associated with the Housing Authority since 2009, first as their, uh, um, their outside legal counsel since 2017, as the executive director appointed by the board. And the thing that I am most proud of, uh, as far as this authority is concerned, is our ability to be able to carry out the mission of the, uh, the housing authority and to help those individuals in the community who need um, the most assistance um, of the folks who live in Medford. Great. Thank you so much. So what I thought we would do is um, the, our agenda for today, introductions. I'm going to go through what is performance evaluation or not. Sometimes I slip into the word evaluation or appraisal. It all means the same thing. It's not necessarily performance management that has a more regular basis to it. It's more performance management is really more data and inputs in and outputs out. You see a lot of performance management in DPW in terms of project management. So I don't mean that sort of thing. So if I say appraisal or evaluation, it really is about leadership evaluation and uh, job responsibilities. So, and then we're gonna have questions and discussions and then we'll talk about moving forward. And one thing I wanted to lay out right from the beginning because we want to customize your evaluation plan, um, I will be asking to meet with each of you individually, either on Zoom or phone, and um, get your insight into priorities and culture and um, organization and visions. We will then come back together, but it will help me frame what we're doing if I have that individual, because not everybody thinks and approaches things in the same way. And I can collect some data in a more comfortable setting, certainly for me, than looking at a screen of people having people shout out ideas. So, uh, and then we can, you can ask me any questions at any time. Um, I'm very informal. So, performance management. And I say performance management here. No, I don't want to leave the meeting. Wait. Are you sure you want to leave? No. I was just looking to move my screen here. Okay. Okay. So performance management is really the idea of promoting ongoing um, communication. People think of it as, you know, an evaluation form. Um, the form has very little to do with, you know, what, overall performance evaluation is. It's about promoting ongoing communication between a supervisor and an employee or a number of employees and talking about the priorities as well and how the successes are going. And um, Jeff, you said, you know, the mission and the goals. That's very important. 
that you're dealing with those things um, as you look at uh, performance evaluation. And I am just trying to get, there we go. Um, so many people view performance evaluation as top down. I really view it as side to side, that it's not, you know, some, some places use performance management. They have a, a 360 evaluation where you get information from employees and other stakeholders. I think we need to start out with the basics. Um, and, and have it be about the relationship between um, the, the authority and the executive director. So components of performance management or evaluation are, as uh, Jeff said, the organization's missions, goals, and the department or division, you know, the entity's strategic plans. We really want to provide a context for the evaluation so that individual performance is aligned with the missions and the goals. If it's not tied to a mission or a goal, why are we doing it? And, and by creating an evaluation system, you can really get at, you know, uh, who are we and what are we doing here? And, and is what we're doing and asking the executive director to do tied with the goals and missions of the organization? And that can change over time. It's also a performance review, you know, evaluation and development of, you know, two-way discussion. And really it is documented, but what are we, what are our goals? What are our objectives? How do we um, prioritize, um, you know, and what do we want to have short-term, long-term? And performance feedback, you know, uh, oops, coaching and feedback is, the conversations are the most important thing. Um, and we want to make sure that we don't assume people know um, what the other one means. And, and as you can imagine, and I'm sure you have experienced, certainly not with this, this commission, you know, authority, but in other places, sometimes group dynamics and members of a group don't all view things in the same way. So that can be a challenge for somebody who is being supervised by a board. We see it all the time with um, select boards and town administrators. You know, there's different polls and polls. You'd be shocked to know sometimes there's politics. Um, you know, so we really want to get at that unified um, conversation about expectations. And okay. What I like to start out with is what a performance evaluation system is not. It's not a list of duties and responsibilities. It's not a process for documenting an employee's actions. It's definitely not a discipline tool. And it's not a mechanism to micromanage. And we like to start out with what it's not because people sometimes view, I know employees, when I've negotiated performance evaluation systems with employees, you know, uh, there's a skepticism and they say, oh, it's just a way to get us and keep us from getting a raise. That's the first, that should be the furthest thing from the truth. A performance evaluation system is a process to communicate, are we all on the same page? Keep that mantra in your mind. Are we all on the same page? That's what an evaluation performance management system can be. 
And how do we make sure we're all on the same page? And it's a challenge when you have an appointed or an elected board. It can be really challenging. And because, and when I say there could be a different lens or a different perspective of the individuals, it's hard to operate as a unified board um, with one voice. So part of the challenge is actually on the board members or the commission members, because you have to say, okay, I've got my personal opinion, but how do we manage the organization going forward? Mary, just because yeah. we lost one of our commissioners, is there, yeah. is this like a stopping point where maybe we could get some questions or anything of what you shared so far until, while we wait for Michael I'd to come I'd rather wait and then get through um, the next field because this, the next slide is what a performance evaluation system is. Okay. And I'm not at focus on the negative right now. So I'll take a sip of my lemonade. And then when someone gets back, we can start again. Thank I told you to be done by nine, right? Eight. No, I'm joking. And I usually end early, so you know, if there's no Celtics game on tonight though, they have been losing. Oh, you've been, have you been following them? I haven't gotten a chance to watch a game my yet. My husband and my son does. You know, they're not high on my priority right now. <laughs> Wow. Sorry. That is not nice. I know. I know. They're not. Well, I you know. have to be there regardless if they lose or if they're winning. They need You're to right. Support. I should not be a Fairweather fan. You're absolutely right. You know. Well, Mary, I agree with you because they were down by 20-some points at halftime last night. So. And then they get I watched. I know. They were terrible. <laughs> they were terrible. Look, I know it hurts. I know it hurts, but still, you can't no, be a fair weather. You can't be a fair weather. You gotta either you in or you out. Still You're watching right. them, Lolosa. Still watching them, even though they're they're having trouble running up and down the court. It seems that's right. I still we're, do we're too. We're rebuilding. So. That's what I keep saying. We're rebuilding. We're yeah. rebuilding. It's been a pandemic. I think training has been hard. I mean, for everybody. <laughs> so yeah. Maybe kind of a little slack, but yeah, I agree with you, Lolosa. We gotta still support them. Yeah. And of course, my kids are um, uh, 21, 18, and 16. And in their lifetime, they have seen so many championships. You know, my husband and I are like, you guys don't know the pain we went through for decades. <laughs> yeah, they spoiled. That's why. Oh, I tell you. I tell you. Oh, it looks like Mike Lewis has joined us by phone. Oh, right, here he goes. Okay, great. He's back. All right, welcome back, Potter. Um, oh, sorry about that. Wow, I'm dating myself again. All right, so- That's a good show, I like that show. <laughs> <laughs> so performance evaluation management is not, you know, discipline, micromanage, um, that sort of thing. What it is, it's a process. And you have to think of it in terms of a process, not as a, uh, a one-time task, or the form. It really is about assessing uh, work performance against a set of predetermined criteria. This is the key part that people forget about when they think about evaluation and performance management. It has to be predetermined. You know, that's why you have to establish goals. Now, goals can change certainly throughout a year or a time 
frame and really discussing that with the person on a regular basis. Now, many organizations have informal performance evaluation or management. They either get quarterly reports, um, they can uh, collect data, but without the formal communication part of it, it's kind of like a, um, it's, it's a little too informal. Um, and you know what performance evaluation does, it, it provides a, an opportunity or a system for, you know, for real communication about expectations, instruction, and not the completion of the form. So that's where we, we say that. Now, why do you do a performance evaluation or appraisal? You know, what is, what is the purpose? Really, it's to clarify what is expected of someone at the beginning of the appraisal process, whether it's the beginning of a year, um, a fiscal year, a calendar year, a contract year, and really have regular check-ins where that is the priority. Too often, we have, we're crazy busy with our jobs, and particularly as a supervisor, I know I don't book enough time in my calendar to actually be the supervisor of my staff. I will often say, well, you know, they know what I need and let me know if there's a problem, but I don't stop and take the time to communicate with them. So um, it really is an opportunity to have that two-way uh, communication. It's to provide direct constructive feedback, how things are going, identify strengths and need for improvement. And sometimes the need for improvement is tied to a shift in goals. You know, maybe I told you the priority was this and now things have changed. So now it's that, um, you know, in the traditional plans, it may not apply here to serve as a forum for career planning. You know, what is are, are we doing succession planning? That's a big part of in a larger organization about what an evaluation system can do. And it really, again, it's communication, communication, ongoing communications of expectations. One of the things that we see too often is a, a system gets put in place and somebody has given goals or it's stated in a job description. And then there's no follow up of how are we doing? Have things changed? What barriers have you had to having success in the goals that we sent? So too often it becomes you know, about the negative things, when in fact it really should be a conversation about all of the things, the good, the bad, the ugly, the fun, the boring. Um, you know, important factors in implementing a process are clear expectations. Um, you know, what are we expecting? Uh, accurate position description. I've seen two different versions, so I'm not quite sure um, what a, a version of the job description is, and maybe we'll end up redesigning a, a position description. We can figure that out as we go through the process of understanding, um, because an accurate position description is very helpful. It's not the be end, you know, and end all, but it does help with frame the dialogue, as will a performance evaluation and goal setting tool. A shared understanding, you know, what are we going to do? Uh, uh, an evaluation, particularly at this level, you have, you know, a, a highly experienced and professional um, 
executive director. It's a different relationship than my having, when I was in Watertown, I had a, a file clerk. You know, it's a different conversation. It's still just as important, but it's a different conversation. So that sharing and understanding and set, you'll see in a later slide, that goals are to be set together. It's not a dictate of what are the goals. It's a discussion and form formulating that together. You know, you want to have formal increments of timeframes, quarterly, semi-annually, annually. At this level of management, you don't need formal monthly evaluation sessions. Quarterly can be good, a quarterly touch base, and certainly um, semi-annually you would need. And you want to have objectivity and a shared understanding of the evaluation criteria. We will do that work in a later session where we say, okay, what are we measuring? We're gonna get into SMART goals. What are we measuring? What will success look like? Do we have a shared understanding of what that criteria means? You want it to be fact-based, not emotion-based. Um, it has nothing to do with, you know, my administrative assistant when I was in the HR department, you know, not liking me. It's I don't care. She didn't like me. She did a good job, you know, so it's not about impressions. It's got to be based on facts. And we really have to do training at the implementation. And as we go, you can't just create it and put it on a shelf and not reevaluate as you go. Our methodology will be determining an evaluation tool, you know, and the tool is the outline and the process and the form. It almost doesn't matter what the form looks like. It's so long as it contains information that are going to be agreed upon, goals, expectations, and how are we evaluating. Uh, again, methodology. We're going to ensure you have an accurate position description. We're going to do the training. We're going to have, and you can see joint in big letters, joint setting of goals and objectives. Because you want that to be tied with the position description and the mission of the authority. And it's important that the goals and objectives are arrived at mutually by the, by the board and, um, and by the executive director. And I really think in any good system, you have a pilot year to work out any kinks. We didn't think of that, that that was a silly goal. It doesn't we're not able to measure it in the way we thought. And really by having a pilot evaluation year, you can kind of work those things out and, and see what works and doesn't work. And many times um, we have conversations about, and I think it's more in a unionized environment. If we had a, um, a union of town hall workers, let's say, there's always a debate, um, Select boards and town managers and others want those annual step increases to be tied to a positive evaluation. In those settings, it's not that successful because it becomes uh, a hampering on the communication. If somebody, if a boss likes somebody and they don't want them to um, miss out on a step increase, they may not be as honest in an evaluation. So we want to be sure that um, we're measuring this as we go. 
component of an evaluation system. You know, the goals and objectives really need to be tied, and I might be repetitive here, tied to the mission, tied to the description, tied to professional development. Too often professional development, and, and that's different from career development. Professional development should be part of everybody's job. Um, are you able to go be with other housing authority as executive directors? You know, do you have that ability to have professional networking? It's very important to, to keep up with the industry. And goals and objectives should be tied to the efficiency of operations. Pitfalls to avoid are, you know, the angel and devil effect. Mary is my favorite employee. She is so wonderful. She is an angel. I'm going to look the other way because if she doesn't do something in line with what the expectations were, it must have been a mistake. Georgiana, she's the devil. Okay. So she, anything she does is going to be wrong. And I'm not able to see the positive. So we have to have regular intervals so that we avoid some of these pitfalls. Also, it's important to not deal with the most recent impression. The worst thing is if somebody has an evaluation year of July and they really kind of flub something in June, does that take over the whole year's evaluation? And very critically, getting personal. It has nothing to do with um, uh, the personality of somebody, unless it's tied to either customer service or interaction with um, clients or members. That's not really their personality. That is an action. So don't don't think you can have a bad personality and, and still, you know, be good at your job. It all depends. It has to be tied to the expectations. So SMART goals, I'm going to move my screen up. How many of you wave at me if you've written SMART goals before? All right, so one or two. And, you know, it's, it's an acronym, SMART. Um, you'll see specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. This is a great way to do goals in a, in a calendar or academic or fiscal or federal year. Um, you want goals to be um, simplistic enough and clear. You know, what, why, how, what are we doing? What do we want to achieve? Um, you know, one of my goals for this year is to develop a training for DPW supervisors who have been promoted but have no management skills. So we're working um, with different groups to do that. So, and it's measurable. It's going to be done within a year. Measurable. How are we going to measure success? If it's so vague that we're like, well, we think Mary got that done, you know, it is, you know, how hard is that to measure? Especially if you're going to, um, if you're going to grade me on it, or my pay, or my merit increase, or a bonus I'm getting, if you're not measuring me in the way I think we should be, that's a problem. It's got to be um, attainable, attainable, achievable. You can't have solve world hunger as a goal in a performance appraisal system for a year. 
However, you could have a goal of increase the, you know, at a Council on Aging, we see this a lot, uh, increase the food program from 150 meals to 200 over the next two months. Again, it's relevant. Do we need, um, do we need to increase the meals at the Council on Aging? Is it, is it a reasonable goal? Why do we want to do that? It's supposed to be measuring an outcome, not an activity. So saying things like, you know, do more, uh, get this done, that's, that's not helpful. So we will spend, when we get there to that brainstorming and that uh, creating some goals after looking at job descriptions and missions, we'll help, you know, we'll work together and um, come up with some of those. Time bound, they have to be realistic in terms of the time. Can it get done? Now, sometimes at your semi-annual review, you'll say, man, COVID hit and all my goals are out the window. You know, of course, of course you can um, readjust the goals. These are not meant to be, you know, set in stone. It's to facilitate the conversations. Um, now, some of the subjects that we'll need to uh, evaluate are, you know, are, is everything a goal or an objective or are some things characteristics? So you'll see often in a, a performance evaluation system, there'll be a section for goals and you'll have three to five goals. And then there'll be another section, but this is more at the employee level, not the management level. Things like, um, which I don't like to see in an evaluation system, often they're there, it's called attendance. Well, you know, your job is to be at work, so we don't usually measure attendance. But customer service, are you meeting your deadlines, um, management skills, those can be shorter sort of uh, target areas that you do a check off, like, yes, they're doing well at that, yes, that's confident. But the goals are really the measurable thing, and certainly at this executive level, you'll focus more on on goals but there can be some of those priority objectives is usually what they're they're called and i have seen them in um whether it is you know an executive director of a regional transportation we've done work with uh some of those they have the same sort of thing they have an advisory committee or or a board and they have to you know um communicate about what they're doing and it's hard when you're remote from the location to get a sense of what is going on. And that's where I like to really emphasize that this system is not a way to micromanage your executive. It's to lay out foundations. So if you think about it in that way, visions, goals, expectations, not what are you doing on Friday? You know, um, you hire good people and you expect them to do those things. Um, after today, we're going to do, you know, I'd like to do the individual meetings with the executive director and the commissioners. So we get a sense of the culture, the goals, the priorities. Uh, we should then, after we do that, do some brainstorming on what should be in the evaluation tool. What is it that we really want to evaluate? And I have some samples, so don't think we're creating this from scratch. You know, we will pull from other experience, you know, and I'll come up with after we do some brainstorming or we can brainstorm from one of the ones I suggest 
to draft an instrument for you to consider. And then we'll really do some, some working, maybe less training, but more workshop. You know, let's come up with some sample goals. And we will be around to help facilitate the, the first year of the evaluation process. So that's it in an overview. And I'm going to stop sharing my screen because you don't need to see that. If I can figure out how to do that. Thank you, Mary. Stop sharing. No, that's my the web. Bottom, I, I think at the that. bottom of your screen, there should be like a circles and one of them says screen. Do you have that? Uh, oh, yeah. There it is. Stop sharing the screen. There we go. Yeah, I'm go. learning so much, you know. So that was a long-winded 40 minutes of me giving you an overview. But really what, what I thought today would be best and this is why the Collins Center, whenever they do a scope of work, they always say, oh, we can redefine the scope at any time. You know, when we create a scope, we say, well, this is what our expectations are. But as I looked at it, I said, you know, maybe we should start with the overview and then get into some of it. So today is probably shorter than you thought in terms of presentation, but um, let's talk about it. You know, what do we have in place? What are we working with? What have we done in the past? What is the measurements that are going on now? How do we do evaluations now for the executive director? And it's certainly my understanding that the director evaluates other staff. Is that correct? Jeffrey, you, you evaluate all the staff, right? Okay. So what has taken place in the years between the, the appointment and now? None. We haven't done uh, informal, formal, right? Yeah, it's been in you know I guess informal in terms of what conversations that we have, whether it's in meetings or offline. <clears throat> but there's nothing yep. been what you've described today. Nothing like okay. that. Okay. Well, that means we don't need to break anything that's in place. We'll just go forward. Yeah. <laughs> Start. Mary, when the board when the board first hired me. Um, uh, after a period of, I believe it was 60 to 90 days, I provided the board with goals to consider and we set goals and it was more of an MBO type of an approach whereby we set goals. Um, we had objectives to address yeah. those goals and twice since I've been here, um, I provided the board with an update um, on those, those objectives. Um, never, though, have we collectively, myself and the um, the board, have we um, gone about amending those goals or adding additional mm -hmm. items to those goals, even though the direction of the authority has changed um, to incorporate uh, additional areas which should be included in uh, in a discussion relative to today's goals of the authority. Well, that's great yeah. that we can use this to, you know, use that as a, a jumping off point because yeah. some of them still may be very true and some can be dropped and some can be, you know, uh, uh, adjusted. So I think that would be really helpful to, you know, take a look at and say, okay, does this still make sense? You know, when I go back to my main focus of are we all on the same page? and 
I'm sure many of you have worked on visioning statements and yeah. reports, and they then get put on a shelf, and nobody ever pulls them out to look at them again. You know, um, we've actually so never done that. So, and yes, and Jeff is right. He, you know, at at um at my request, he did share updates about those goals. Um, one thing that we haven't done as a board because we haven't received them yet is the updates of the goals in writing. So I think um, it would be definitely valuable like to think about a strategic plan and strategic goals because we've never as a board been able to actually just sit down and have that conversation. So as I was listening to your presentation about, you know, this is that we need to lay up the performance management is laying a foundation, which is establishing goals and then, ex and then on layering on that like expectations. Um, that's something I think we'd benefit from a tremendously because I think while it was wonderful to get updates in our meeting um, in the recent few months, we really haven't had a chance to sit down and talk about them in a meaningful way. Right, and I think you're talking about similar but different things. I think maybe it sounds like, and, and we don't need to get into tonight what we want the goals to be, but let me just throw out a possibility maybe one of the goals is to create a strategic plan because you don't want to mix the two together because um, uh, creating a visioning or a strategic plan for an authority um, is not overly simple. It really does, you know, and sometimes you need facilitation with that. Praise the Lord, I don't do that type of work, uh, but there are plenty of people who do that, and your executive director could probably, I mean, we we say never reinvent a wheel, you know, steal from somebody else and see, get that conversation going with you, because if you, if you had a workshop, I like to call them workshops, I don't know why, a meeting, you know, where you really, the only agenda item is, what is our vision? You know, and having somebody facilitate that um, can be very inexpensive. You know, I'm always trying to be careful not to say, oh, come hire the call-in center, you know, but that kind of work, it, facilitating like two afternoons of visioning, an hourly fee, it's, it's, it's cheap money and or, and again, Jeff, I, I know you and your background a little bit, but I don't want to say, oh, he's the one who can do it, because sometimes it may not make sense to have a key player be the one running it, you know? So um, we have this standing joke in the HR world. I can tell your employees the same thing you can, but they're going to take it better from me, you know, because it, it's the same thing, but, you know, you've got an, you've got an agenda, you know? So I do think that something around goal setting and visioning might be an effective goal for the for the executive director to facilitate, but don't confuse the two as, as well. That's a separate thing. Um, because you would have those goals in that vision regardless of who the executive director would be. An evaluation system goals and objectives is specific to this person. Right, okay. I would view it that way. How many people do or have done in their careers been evaluated in this sort of way or evaluated people in this way? Little bit, little bit, little bit. Okay, so it's fun, you know, and the thing that is important to remember, 
some people get, um, and again, as I, you know, you've seen the list where I've worked, you know, I've done this quite a bit. And at times, it's the issue of fairness and justice. You know, the reaction is about fairness and justice. And, you know, and it's hard because, and I will use, I always use outside examples, so I'm not referring to you all. Um, you know, even in non-union environments, if there's a classification system and a step system, you're always going to hear that unjust of, I work harder, I work better, and they get the same raise as me, so we need a merit system. And you know what? That's the wrong way to approach it. It's really... It is a communication system and it is about, you know, Georgiana, you just said, well, we haven't done that. Well, I'm here to say shame on you and let's get it going, you know, because as a, a board or a commission or an authority, you do have that responsibility to lay out um, what is expected. So that's why it's two ways. It's not down, it's not up, it's sideways. And it's really a circle because you have the, the mission and the strategic goals, then you have the performance review, then you have the feedback, and the feedback goes both ways. I do a lot of interviewing with people for jobs, and um, often people will say, I don't know if I'm qualified, uh, you know, will they like me? I'm like, you're going to see if it's, their place is the right fit. And if you like them, you know, it, it's really about that two way, two way street. And I think that it's communicating about that. And everybody should expect success. You know, this is about talking about our, our goals, not, you know, um, having a mistake made. And, you know, as I said, what it is not is discipline. Mm -hmm. I have a question related. Sorry. I'm sorry. No, I have a question related to what you're saying. I, yeah. I think we would benefit greatly from having a strategic plan because as I think about what we were just talking about and something for you to know that you probably don't know, cause we haven't, we haven't talked about it is as a board, we rotate like the, all the, um, positions, chair, vice chair, treasurer, oh, assistant okay. treasurer. It, uh, it, it rotates every year. So I think I'm six months into my year or something like that. And um, I'm, I'm thinking in my head and now I'm thinking out loud that having that strategic vision and goal would help create some consistency in whomever commissioner is sitting in these different leadership roles. Because as we've seen over, well, at least I can speak for myself, as I've seen over the years, like the tone of what we do and how we do our work changes depending on who is the chair. And it's sounding like if we had the strategic planning and visioning, we could have some, maybe some more consistency. Right. And you bring up, I'm, yeah. you, know, you bring up a good point because if, do y'all live in Medford? Okay, so of course you have, you know, the mayoral form of government, but you also know the flavor of the council can change if a few people on the council change and priorities shift. So if if it is unclear, it makes it hard for somebody who works for a board to know, is this consistent or is it going to change next year with the change in leadership? So I think you're bringing up a good point of, 
if we make sure we have to make sure we have the agreed upon job description to begin with and then work together to come up what are our goals and expectations and in this pilot year we shouldn't make it too challenging because we're all going to learn from it you know and we're going to see what are your priorities so when i meet with each of you i'm going to ask you what are your priorities you know and they i'm going to guess if i ask for five priorities from all of you three will consistently overlap because you're all in this thing together and you're on it for a reason clearly you're not in it for the money um you know suckers um and mike you're an attorney doing the same thing during the day uh yeah well i work for the boss now it's a little different but yes it's yeah it's yeah. different but yes. yeah so i mean i do this and i work you know across the commonwealth i'm an elected town meeting member in shrewsbury i do that for fun too you know i'm like what are we stupid you know um but it shows you when you're dedicated to something you know this is why you're this is why you do it um other questions i went through it quickly excellent so what makes the most sense of me being in touch with you all should i send a group email with dates or get your individual emails and do it that way how would you like me to proceed all right i'll get everybody's emails i'll send out an email does that work Bill was talking, but it was good. So, go ahead. Okay. I mean, maybe be wrong. I don't know. I didn't hear what you said, Bill. I'm sorry. Yeah, I may be wrong. I don't know. I'm just guessing that the whole world runs on emails right now. It drives me yeah, crazy. no kidding. <laughs> People, one of these days, I'm going to come and see you in person pretty soon. I'm hopeful. Okay. That, that, that sounds pretty threatening to me. <laughs> HR, I miss people. <laughs> My husband, he would be happy just being home forever, reading and, you know, no, I got to get out, got to get out, you know. So I think the first task is that I will uh, reach out to each of you. And um, I'm thinking in terms of meetings, I know we had talked about meeting again next week to recommend a performance appraisal tool i think we should skip that let me do the calls and then move that to what we had tentatively in the agreement said would be the 31st so i'd rather spend next week talking to you all gathering some more information and then regrouping from there on the 31st which is also on my calendar but i think it might make the most sense for everybody to kind of digest what we did today and then have me meet with you next week does that sound fair yep that sounds good and i'll share it out with everyone um, mary's uh powerpoint that you sent to me this afternoon i didn't get a chance to send it before i got it late tonight. i apologize so you guys can have that to review and have that as a reference when you're meeting with her one-on-one -on -one. yeah um, mike longo you're on the phone so i know i don't know if you are um having any questions or anything like that but just want to make sure that we want to hear from you too even if we don't see you Yes, I think what she said is uh, I go along with that. Okay. All right, great. All right, well, then I'm not going to keep you longer than you need to. I've made it 
in an hour. That's not bad. We'll add it on another time for sure. I promise, you know, and, um, you know, I really look forward to meeting with each one of you. I'll send out an email and we'll just do that directly. So we don't have to waste everybody's time of who's calling who. Um, so if, if Jeff or Georgiana can get me everybody's emails, I'll just do that myself. I'll send you there. Everyone's right. yep. That's great. Any last questions before I click off here? All right. Mary, thank, thank you, you so both. much. Thank you, Mary. Thank, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Don't everybody evening. hang up because I no, we're not done. Oh, I think we oh. still have to do public input because this is an open meeting. <laughs> oh, sorry. So I don't know. I don't. I don't see anyone. Please. There's no one, at least that I can see, that is in here that would be for public input. So, um, so I could take a motion to close public input. I'll make a motion to close. Regina, yeah. Madam Chairman. Yes. Now you, you're going to give Mary the email. Did that? Did, did I hear that correct? Yes, I'm going to email Mary all of our email addresses, so all the commissioners and Jeff's email, so she can reach out to everyone individually. And yep. I'll also, and then when I'll send her PowerPoint around to everyone as well, so everyone can have that to review and have as reference when you're speaking with her. If it right. would be helpful to you. The PowerPoint system you she was putting up as we talked on each. Mm -hmm, the, okay. Mm -hmm, the one she showed us tonight. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you don't get them. Okay. okay, so Bill made a motion to close public input. Who seconded that? I'm sorry. I second that. Thanks. So, so all in favor, roll call, please. Commissioner Chevry. Yes. Commissioner Genvia. Yes. Commissioner Lewis. Yes. Commissioner Luongo. Yes. Commissioner Young. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. So now I can take a motion for adjournment. So moved. Go ahead, Bill. No. Motion. I said so moved. I'm sorry. Oh, well, I second. Well, I didn't second. Know it, I guess. Losa no, second. I said seconded. No, Bill motioned. Losa seconded. So roll call all in favor, please. Commissioner Chevry. Yes. Commissioner Genvia. Yes. Commissioner Lewis. Yes. Commissioner Luongo. Yes. Commissioner Young. Yes. All right. Okay, thank you. Days, now we can uh, say good night. Six fifty nine. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.